Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is July 7th, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. Uh, As for me, I'm doing pretty good, feeling great. That's right, I said great, like I was Tony the Tiger or something. Um, Let's see here. I mean, we made it to Friday. Happy Friday. Woo-hoo. Um, overall work was solid. Uh, it was one of those days where like, I'm glad, I was glad to just kind of have consistent work, but I was just so like, like my mind was just ready to go. I, I was sleepy since the, since the jump, you know, I came in tired, but, uh, yeah, it was a good day. You know, overall work was solid. Also, uh, a bit of personal news, but just thank you to all of the people who come through and listen. Whether you're a consistent listener, you're a new listener, you're someone who just comes in here and there. You know, I can't stress this enough. We love the clickers who just come through and say, hey, I'm just going to listen for a few minutes and then I'm a dip. You're the best. Awesome. Um, I just want to say thank you so much. That always makes my day when I'm talking to a homie and they're like, oh, no, I, I know. I know about your little podcast. I listen. And I'm like, oh. like yeah, it just warms my heart. So um, that that really is like one of the biggest motivators. Like, obviously, you know, I have delusions of grandeurs. I'm crazy. Um, you know, I'd love to, like, make this a bigger community, bigger effort. But at the end of the day, I, I can't stress this enough. When I started this shit, I was just down to just hear myself talk. You know, I just wanted to make a record of it. And that was okay for me. Like I was settled with that. So the fact that I have a little bit of a little following, I just think that shit is so cool. And I I just, just big ups to y'all. Can't stress that enough. Um, That being said, I'm going to do my standard light up, if you know what I mean. And then we'll go ahead and get into some news, do a little commentary coverage, whatever you want to call it. All right. Our first article comes from Law and Crime. Um, let's see here. Uh, and I gotta say, this is this was a trigger warning for me. Like this was a, a really icky, fucking thing to talk about. But it, it is a big update that I wanted to do some coverage for, and just you know try to do as much of a catch up as I could. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is also you know as much of an Indiana story. Uh, but also an Ohio story, uh, which is, you know, a big focal point because like, I realized like how much, uh, about the abortion part of this, I was so focused on going into the article. And now that we're like dealing with like the trial part, I'm like, oh my gosh, like that's so like, ugh. all right, let's just get into it. A hard pill for this court to swallow. Judge says child rapist and high-profile Indiana abortion case has a chance of, excuse me, has a chance of parole only because victim's family begged for the sentence. So I got to say, I'm definitely probably going to miss some some notes here. 
this was one where I didn't want to stare into the abyss all the way down. You know, I just didn't. And uh, I mean, this is was a heavy case. Like I said, I, I kind of realized like at the top of it, like the, the, the conversation about abortion was just so big. Like the idea of of Ohio being like, no, yeah, we, we want to have this new policy in now that we're in a post Roe v. v. Wade world and we're going to enforce it here. And literally this family, this this person was so scared that they were in this, this shitty fucked up situation. They had to go and cross state lines to have an abortion because they couldn't have it in their own state that they were at. And... Um, you know, this story came because it was leaked by the person who actually wound up doing the abortion, who was uh, Caitlin Bernard. Uh, this is actually a bit of old news, but she wound up being fined $3,000 and was issued a letter of reprimand by the state of Indiana, which is a Republican-led state. Now, they, they, they go through the, the bureaucracy, gosh, uh, another day where I can't talk. Um, and, and they try to say like, oh, well, she shouldn't have said this to the press. It was against her like HIPAA oath or whatever. Um, she didn't do this or that. And, and that's the reason for it. But in my opinion, this was a hit job. It was simply you did an abortion that you shouldn't have done, even though you were within your bounds to do it. And not to mention, this is a person who clearly fucking needs an abortion, given the situation. Um... And I, I, she did the right thing. That's my fucking opinion. That's the opinion of this fucking podcast. If you don't like it, I don't know. Skip this. I don't fucking know what to tell you. Um, so, yeah. I mean, she caught some backlash for it. But she brought this case to attention, I believe. And, I mean, this shit was a fucking doozy, dude. Um, the fact that I, I, I believe that this, this person was staying with the family. I think he was even dating the mother. And then he does this. And I believe that that's what they mean by the family is like, oh, no, they pled like, yo, we don't want him to go to jail or not so much go to jail. But like, we don't want him to, like, get the harshest sentence. We want him to be able to have like a life, like freedom. So essentially they said, OK, and more or less the judge is like, OK, I won't comment further. The family says, hey, like uh, we want this is kind of part of the, the, the plea agreement. Like you kind of hold back here. We don't normally do that around here, but fine. Like, in accordance with what the family wants and the plea deal, fine, cool. And they just sentenced him to 25 to life with the possibility of parole. I think essentially they were going to throw the book at this person. Also, uh, this person is um, a migrant, so there is a chance that, you know, they are going to get deported. So there's that part of it, too. Um, but, I mean, yeah, this shit was a whole fucking mess. And I kind of just, I don't even know if, it, if you want to call it repression. I just didn't really want to talk about this shit. It's just, it's just fucking just gross. Um, but yeah, I, this was an update I definitely wanted to do coverage on. So I figured, hey, we'll throw it up here. We'll talk about it a little bit. And um, yeah, I kind of realized I hadn't talked about Caitlin Bernard either. Um, but shout out to her. I mean, she really just did the damn thing uh when i when i look at a doctor that's what i want to see is someone who's going to do the right thing for the person in the moment you know what i mean they're not going to worry about the laws of the land or whatever the fuck like yo you need the help i'm going to provide it to you um so yeah i mean shout out but also i do understand don't get me wrong the the doctors the clinics that don't go through these abortions because 
there's so much on the line here. You know what I mean? When you're doing it in a state that is not okaying it, like you could lose your 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 license, your job, you could go to jail. Like you never know. Like they are trying to make this shit as hard as possible. Um to just not have an abortion. It doesn't matter for what. Like there there are literally states that are just saying fuck it. We're not going to make an exception for rape or incest. We don't care. Um but yeah, I I need a shower just for this shit alone. So let me go ahead and move along. Also for the Caitlin Bernard thing, I got that from NBC News. Let's go ahead and throw that out there for citation's sake. Uh, let's see here. From USA Today, Iowa teen gets 35 years to life for fatal beating a Spanish teacher who gave him bad grade. Um, I've covered the story a couple times now. We are finally at the sentencing phase. Uh, the first two, the first of two Iowa teens who pleaded guilty to first-degree murder after bludgeoning a Spanish teacher to death with a baseball bat was sentenced Thursday to life in prison with the possibility of parole after 35 years. Willard Miller, now 17, and Jeremy Goodale, now 18, were both 16 when they were charged with the November 3rd. Uh, 2021 slaying a Fairfield High School teacher, Nohima Grabber, 66, uh, whose body was discovered in a city park under a tarp, hidden under a tarp, uh, under a tarp, wheelbarrow, and railroad ties. Both teens pleaded guilty in April. Now, I don't really want to dwell too much on the story. Like I said, I've covered it a lot, and it's it's very sad. Um, in a weird way, the way my brain works, when I hear this story, it reminds me of the, like, nerd and Breakfast Club, who was, like, so upset about his, um, woodshop glass, like, like, failing or whatever, getting a bad grade, that he would, like, brought a flare gun to school, like, what the fuck are we gonna do with it? Like, these kids were, like, the next level of this kid. And I, it's so crazy, um, but, um... Yeah, I, I am glad that, I guess you can say justice is served here, um, being that they, you know, the, the age that they were, it's why that they weren't, I think, why they have the possibility of parole. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to cover it in terms of the other kid, um, but um, because one is being charged and the other one, I think, is kind of like they're they're stalling it a bit and they're trying to maybe say like, well, oh, um, he should get 25 to life and not 35, I think. So, I mean, essentially they're more or less the same kind of charge. They're both probably, I think they're both eligible for parole because of their ages at the time of committing the murder. So, I mean, it's kind of more or less a closing of the chapter. We'll see what it looks like when that sentencing comes, whether or not I cover it here. But, yeah, I mean, it's fucked up shit. At the end of the day, it's a Spanish grade like, these, these kids, like, academic-wise, were doing fine. At the end of the day, if they really wanted to get their grade up, they should have tried harder. Like, what the fuck? Like, and not to mention, oh, oh wow, you got a failing grade in this one thing. Oh, your GPA. Oh, like, you, you would have been fine. And now you're in jail for, like, a long-ass fucking time. <laughs> Was not fucking worth it. Also, I believe they're fined uh, $150,000 in restitution to the grabber... Uh, a Graber family. Sorry, I'm totally getting that name wrong. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, really sad as fucking story. Um, but we're gonna move on to another sad story. 
uh, also involving an adolescent, sadly, um, from Wisconsin Public Radio. Teen boy dies following industrial accident at Northern Wisconsin uh, Sawmill. A 16-year-old boy died Saturday from injuries sustained in an industrial accident at a sawmill in a northern Wisconsin, uh, Wisconsin county. Uh, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, or OSHA, is investigating the facility and has made a referral to the U.S. Department of Labor, Labor's Wage and Hour Division for possible child labor violations concerning hazardous occupations, according to Scott Allen, the Labor Department's Regional Director for Public Affairs and Media Relations. Now, I haven't covered too much, you know, the yearn for the mines, child work endangerment. I haven't covered that, I don't know, it feels like a couple months or so. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's still a thing. It's, it's still happening. It definitely feels like, oh, well, as we push the narrative, like, we have to get out all of the quote-unquote illegals. We got to get out, you know, all these people who don't belong and, you know, are, are mooching off of our country. Um, we have this gap in our workforce and it's crazy to me that without hesitation, <laughs> the same conservative narrative is like, well, uh, we have all these children and they can just work for low wages at like wherever they want to work. Why not? And cause like, don't get me wrong. I'm all for a teenager working like the concession stands for summer. You know, you want to like sell snow cones to people while kids play soccer, whatever. Fine. Cool beans. Hell, even work at Kroger, I guess, even though the older I get, and especially like just looking at the times, I feel like working at a Kroger at the age of like, I don't know, 14, 16, that just seems soul crushing. Same thing with fucking McDonald's. So, I don't know, man. It's so sad that like we are literally just, it seems like we're just going to throw children into the chopper. Um and not care and not fucking care like there are so many states that are like no 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 we are fine with this uh the death comes amid a push over the last two years to loosen regulations governing what jobs minors can perform in the workplace lawmakers in 14 states 14 fucking states including wisconsin have proposed rolling back child labor laws according to the non-profit economic policy institute I mean, that shit just fucking blows my mind. Um, also, I was able to find the name of the teenager who died. His name is uh, Michael Scholes. I actually have him in the thumbnail. You know, clearly a kid who's, you know, probably worried more about sports, playing fucking football, you know, getting a driver's license and shit, man. And now you're at a sawmill? Like, and this thing, I, I don't blame the kids. I, I, I get it. I put myself back in that, that time frame, and I think, man, I would do anything to get some money. I totally could use it. Like, there's so much I want to buy. There's so many games. I want to, like, get nice clothes. I want to take girls on dates. Like, uh, you would do whatever. And it's crazy that it's even allowed that you're in a situation where you could die just on the job, man. I, I just don't get it. It's crazy to me. Um, in the article, they do go through all the things that are like, well, hey, a kid isn't allowed to operate this, that, third, whatever. Um, I, I'm not sure exactly what 
what happened in terms of what caused the accident. If, if I find out, I, I definitely would love to come back to the story with an update. But God damn, you know, like just I, I can't imagine just dying my last moments or whatever how this goes. And you're like, fuck, I'm on the job. I'm 16. Like, God, I don't know. I, it, that fucks me up. This story is really sad. <laughs> Uh, sorry, I got an abyssal pack for here, but I, I do have some good news. I'm going to move along. I have one more thing to cover, and then I'll let you go. We can scamper on off into the weekend. Uh, I mean, granted, listeners, you're going to hear me tomorrow, most likely, you know, knock on some wood. Uh, but yeah, let me go ahead and take my classico little break, and then we'll, we'll put a, I don't know. I can't, I can't finish it. <laughs> We'll put a period on this sentence. Oh, man. I believe, I believe the news when they tell me that this is like the hottest fucking month right now. Like, I think this week might have been like some of the hottest temperatures recorded. Because, whoo, I feel it. I feel it. I feel it in my underboob. It's so bad. I'm sweating at night. I'm sweating in the day. I'm putting on the work fan at like 9 o'clock in the morning. This shit is crazy, y'all. Please do not debate me about global warming. I'm just, I'm not, we're not having that conversation anymore. (laughs) Mm. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Enough intermission. Um, From the Columbus Dispatch. That's right, I got technically two scoops of local news. One really disgusting and morbid and bad, and other kind of good. You know, we'll call it a dub. Columbus City Attorney hopes to reduce shoplifting by helping those who steal out of need. The Columbus City Attorney's Office is one of five prosecutors' offices nationwide piloting a program aimed at decreasing shoplifting by helping nonviolent offenders who steal low-value items out of desperation. City Attorney Zach Klein announced what his office is calling Buckeye Deflection. Very corny, but fine. We'll take it. Um, Which was announced on Thursday. A pilot project by the National Association of Prosecuting Attorneys in partnership with Justice Justice System Partners. Um, Buckeye Deflection is working to improve lives and meet the needs of those struggling in our community while also freeing up prosecutors to go after violent and higher level criminals who pose a serious threat to public safety. Um, let's see, let's read some more. The city's attorney's prosecution division will identify low level offenders whose crimes stem from quality of life factors like homelessness, poverty, mental illness, or substance abuse. The aim is to connect individuals with community resources that can help improve their lives and lead them to forgo stealing again. So I love this because I was really worried that I was going to hear more stories that were really bad post like San Francisco is like, oh, so much crime, so bad. I've just heard so much of that over the past year or so. And it's nice to hear that there are still cities that are going to keep fighting the fight and say, look, 
at the end of the day, yes, people are stealing. Crime, that's a crime. That's a problem. But, like, why are people stealing? What are the reasons? Like, let's get into this. And, like, if we truly believe that we are going to try to actually help people and also in the long run help these businesses that are actually, like, you know, having to deal with the shoplifting and, you know, the high rates of uh, shrink, you know, or loss, whatever, like, let's actually do something. Let's actually put in place programs that are going to actually help these people change and have, like, an, an opportunity to make a better life for themselves, you know. After having to, you know, get arrested and go through this whole process. You know what I mean? Uh, that being said, it's not going to be everyone. They are still going to prosecute um, people they feel like maybe this program won't help or affect. Um, you know. And also, like, this is definitely still for, like, lower level things. At the end of the day, this is for them to be able to focus on more violent, more serious crimes. So, you know, at least that aspect of it, I like. That is what we're calling a dub is the idea of saying, hey, we're not going to just treat these people like statistics in a graph or something, you know what I mean? And we just want to delete this so that we can make the problem go away. Because that just means then, oh, let's put more police out. Let's just make harsher uh, sentencing for the people who are doing the thing, which it's not eliminating the problem, you know what I mean? Like, these people still have issues that need help, and if you can stop and break up those problems then maybe they won't go back to the street and do something that's going to, you know, lead to crime. Um, so yeah, this is something that I'm going to take as a dub. We'd love to see it. Like I said, Buckeye Deflection sounds like something I'd read in like a local comic or something like that. Kind of corny. But hey, that's all right. We'll take a little corn hub if, if you're doing the right thing. Um, I'll spare you some of the details there. But obviously, if you'd like to go to the dispatch, you can always, um, you know, read that. And that's a wrap for me. Uh, if you'd like to help and support the effort, I do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Isaiah News. Uh, you can become a newsy with that, and I say your name once a month, and then I also um, shout out a project or whatever you'd like um, on the pod. Uh, free ways to hit me up, news one at gmail.com. Also on my Facebook, also I'm on Twitter, which I also think that they have um, stopped the rates. So, hey, you can just tweet all day. You can tweet at me all day. Or or you can send me a thread. Uh, I'm there. You know what I mean? I'm everywhere you want to be. I'm posting, baby. Uh, but also, if you're listening on YouTube, you're dope. We'd love to see it. Uh, hit that thumbs up. Hit a comment if you'd like. We'd love to see those. Uh, the stars are great. Hit me with those reviews. Uh, like I said, subscribe on your local platform. That's always dope. And um, hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.